I've been thinking about so many fun and wonderful places that I could host the show from. I thought, let's do it behind the tent. Let's do it inside the shade. Let's do it next door at a campsite where I have a view of the mountains. But here I am using a stand that is a chopping block. My arm of the microphone, the piece that holds the microphone, is attached to a railroad tie. I'm sitting on a tiny fisherman's chair hunched over this microphone. I have no idea what it sounds like because I don't have headphones. So to say that I am at a disadvantage when recording this would be stating the very obvious. Thinking to yourself, Jet, is this the first time you've tried to record it? And of course it isn't. When I first got here, I thought, oh, let's just jump on this. Let's take care of business right now. Couldn't do it. As a matter of fact, as I speak with you right now, I don't have the energy, the mojo, if you will, to do this. I can't hear my words in my ears, so it feels foreign. But I knew I didn't need to talk. And there's so much to unwrap about this trip that I'm on. I'm coming to you right now from the eastern Sierra Nevada mountain range at a place called Convict Lake off the 395 highway. We arrived here a week ago, and the arrival was an adventure. We're going to go right into it because the laptop that I'm going to be using to edit this is almost out of batteries. We did not bring a charger to our campsite, so we've managed to, after some time, uh, trying to figure this out, order a charger off of Amazon to a Rite Aid that was local. Now, when we first tried to do this, the Rite Aid was full. Too many hub orders. I was going to say if you will, but if you won't, it's the same deal. So it has been uh, a challenge. I also came up here to write because of the laptop situation. I haven't been able to do that. Tried to transfer to my phone. Didn't work out. There's a giant story about how we got here. I mean, massive. But let's take an audio break real quick where we listen to that jingle that you love so much, and then we'll go into the beginning of the show. So without further ado, from Convict Lake at 7,554 feet above sea level, I transfer it over to you, Mr. Jet Dunlap. Welcome back. I'm still your host, and I'm still here looking at my campsite and my fire pit and my dog lounging in the dust. This hilarious little white dog with pink ears is rolling in the dirty floor of this campsite. So getting here, we had massive vehicle issues. Do you remember when I went on that camping trip at the beginning of the year with my brother? It was going to be a quick one. We were doing some rock climbing. I think it was in February. And before we left, I was just making sure all the tires were good and doing the uh, tire pressure and I was checking the bolts. I think I put on new lug nuts. For for those of you keeping track, let's, let's keep with the truth here, right? You don't want to catch me in a lie. <laughs> As I was tightening one of the lug nuts, a lug nut sheared off of my, uh, my wheel. So I had to, instead of leaving at the same time as my brother for this campsite, a campsite he hadn't been to before in the Alabama Hills, which is public land, so there's no numbers or anything. You just park wherever. So he was at a disadvantage. Before we got there, I was supposed to go ahead of him. I couldn't do that because of the fact that I ran into this issue and had to take the car to the mechanic. They said they couldn't do it. I came to you guys live from when it was happening, and I told you all the difficulties. 
I just had to move because the sun was getting too hot on where I am. The last three times we've gone camping, there has been some kind of incident prior to our departure. And the temptation is that you write a story about that in your head and you make it a thing. What do I mean by that? Well, the odds are stacked against me. I'm not lucky. God, the universe, whatever, doesn't want me to do this. I'm not supposed to be happy. I'm a sad person. Losers like me aren't supposed to have fun. There's something up in the sky that is trying to stop me from going on this trip. Man, the head weasels like to play tricks on us, don't they? Well, in this case, I'll give you the very short version because I'm bored of it. I want to go to, really quickly, a audio recording of me creeping my vehicle, the FJ Cruiser, at 8 miles per hour to a mechanic shop that was about 12 miles away because the car wouldn't start, wouldn't move, wouldn't do anything. So here's that. Right now, it is 4 a.m. on a Friday in August, August 7th, and I am driving about 12 miles per hour towards the Toyota dealership in my fake cruiser with all the lights illuminated on the dash. I have no throttle control. I have no anti-lock brakes. I have no power steering. I have no traction control. Basically everything on the car is dead. I have no, I, did I mention the fact that I can't accelerate? So I'm just idling. So I'm just idling there. And uh, the reason I woke up this early is so I could get the car to the dealership this early in the morning. Now, I am supposed to be in Mammoth right now. This is the reality of what I'm dealing with at the moment. I had to go there for a second because I had slowed to 8 miles per hour and started to get really nervous. So, we should be in Mammoth on our third day. Our reservation was for Wednesday. Don't worry, I'm using hands-free, by the way. And instead, Gina's following me in the Prius at 4 a.m. to the Toyota dealership because my FJ did not drive. The morning this was going to happen, we had the SUV all packed up, the trailer all packed up, and we're ready to go. I went out, and the battery was dead, so I decided to go out and get a new battery. I went out and got a new battery. I uh, was going to get out, go out and get a new battery at O'Reilly's, but I'll go back to Jet in the studio so he can take over and I can try and get to this Toyota dealership. But needless to say, it has been a major point of stress, a major pain in the neck, and I have this beautiful off-road vehicle that is not driving. I am maintaining optimism in spite of all this. Because that is my choice. Now back to me in the studio. Now that we're back, you get to hear a little sliver. What happened was that we had an issue with the car after we had done some modifications to the solar system in the back, not attached to the original battery. Do I want to give you history on the solar system? I don't. Man, this show is just boring me right now. But let's power through it, right? It's the first one from a long time. And I'm doing it at a campsite where I can't hear my voice. Do I need to keep complaining to you guys about that? The only thing you can glean from this is that it is difficult to do it in this situation, but as usual, my longtime listeners, I persist. So we were working on the back of the FJ, 
and putting in a little cool thing that is a solar panel that feeds a little motorcycle battery in the trunk and can power all our toys, including this crazy little antenna whip we have that uh, lights up like the Main Street Electrical Parade. So the day we're supposed to leave was last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago maybe now. That's not important. You don't care. We had a reservation for the first time, the first night here, so we wouldn't have to worry about sleeping in the overflow parking. We're going to just come up, take care of it. Take care of it mean going to a campsite and sleeping. We get out to the car and the car won't start. Now, to clarify, because you're thinking, wait a second, weren't you working with the electrical system? No, I was not. It's working with the back battery that I was putting in, but it did not affect the front electrical system of the FJ. Are you bored yet? <laughs> I am. I'm ready to leave. I'm going to walk away and just leave this mic here and go out into the forest and never come back. Okay. So I come over to the car in the morning, 6 a.m., getting ready. want to get a jump on the day. We're going to go up. Battery doesn't start. Darn. What a pain in the neck, right? What is this, the fourth time it's happened? You guys remember that other issue when I had the big truck that uh, I was coming back from our trip up to Morro Bay and we blew out a tire and had to spend the night somewhere and be late to a job. We had a trailer. It had to be towed away a nightmare, right? So there's been a lot of little issues when we're trying to leave. A time before that, the trailer was wobbling because it wasn't connected correctly. None of this stuff is because I don't know what I'm doing. It's like if you knew a race car driver or a stunt person and they ran into problems before they went. It's kind of a test run. But they're doing a lot of modifications, so this is not modifications. Yeah, that's how you say it. Modifications, so it's not uncommon. Anyway, it won't start. So I go, I know what I'll do. I'll get the battery I've always wanted. The battery of my dreams, an Optima battery, a big, powerful battery. Do you want me to tell you what the cold crank amps on it was? 700. Go down to Pep Boys. Tell them what I want. Ask them to check on the vehicle twice because I don't want a mistake made on the battery because I'm going to be in the mountains for a long time. So they do. I go there right when they open. I take a picture of the battery, send it to Gina. Have Gina measure the battery box, the area where the battery goes into the FJ. Just crossing my T's, dotting my I's, putting on suspenders and a belt. That's how nervous I am about my pants falling off. Most of my pants are falling off, by the way, because I'm so thin right now. But that's a tale for another time. I get there. Pet Boys is sure. Everything's going right. I get the battery at like 60% off because they're like, oh yeah, it's you. You get a percentage off. Couldn't believe it. Way better deal. Get home. Exhausted because I got up at 5 a.m. that morning. Did I tell you? I don't like that. My brother and my father are early birds. I am no early bird. I'm a late bird. So I'm tired. Get home. Working on the engine. Turn everything around. Oh, and a squirrel had messed with my engine, too. It had bit through some foam and some wires and was creating an issue that I fixed pretty quickly. I get my battery, I put it over to the terminals, and I'm about to put it in, and it strikes the terminals. No big deal, right? That's fine. Everyone's put on a battery before. And if you haven't, lucky you. It turns out the polarity of this battery was wrong. That means the pet boys, Manny, Moe, and Jack, for those of you who remember those boys, sold me a bill of goods. And what are you trying to say, Jet? Well, the negative was to the positive, and the positive was to the negative. Now, what happens when that occurs, Jet? A catastrophe is what happens. My car just was done. Truck. I'm calling it a truck now. People call FJ's truck, so let's call it that. How depressing, right? The trailer's packed up. Gina's still asleep. I've done this battery thing. I think we're going to improve things. I have the wrong battery. I already know I have to go back to Pep Boys, but now my car won't start. What am I going to do? So we get on YouTube, the encyclopedia of today. Look up a million different things to try and figure out what it is. Could have been the alternator. Could have been the starter. Could have been a million things. Now remember, we just replaced the starter. 
Of course you'd remember that. That was part of my show too. And that was difficult. I had to take it in the dealership. We find out it's this fuse. Didn't I tell you I wasn't going to tell you the story? I lied. We find out it's this giant fuse. Now you're thinking fuses in your car? Easiest thing in the world. I keep telling you what you're thinking and that's not fair. I don't know what you're thinking. I can't even hear my own voice. Well, I can through my ears, but they're crummy and no one likes them. I miss my headphones because I don't know what volume I'm putting out here. I may be yelling at you. I may be too soft. Who knows? So I'm telling you the long version. Well, this fuse, and this is the short version of this part of the story, but suffice to say, it took an entire day to take apart the fuse box to get this fuse out. This fuse has two prongs like you'd see on an inside plug inside of your house. One of the prongs is put in by an 8mm bolt, and the other side is a 10mm bolt. Makes no sense. Very hard to find this fuse. There's one left at Toyota in Northridge. Not a sponsor. Hamer Toyota told me I'd have to go all the way to San Diego to get one. Definitely not a sponsor. Their service department lied to me. So if you are in the San Fernando Valley and you're calling the Hamer Toyota service department, understand they'll lie to you. We got the fuse. We got the car to start. And it went into something called limp mode. Limpa mode is where it will only run at idle. But I had to move the car. Ugh, the truck. You should have corrected me on that. It's the new thing I'm calling it. Limp mode meant that my ABS didn't work. My power steering didn't work. My shifter would not work. My brakes didn't work. Nothing. It was like driving an old car. Remember in the olden days, my friends who were olden? Where everything was not electrically controlled? Well, the other thing about this car is truck. (laughs) It's getting old. It has fly-by-wire throttle, which means that the throttle itself doesn't actually open up the gates to the gasoline and provide more power, so you cannot accelerate. Well, that's a problem. That's a big problem, because that's how you go places, right? So I moved the truck to the other side, to our other property that's not rendered out right now, to the garage. When I did this, I had it in this mode where nothing was working. It was actually pretty frightening to move it. This was unbelievably upsetting to me. I laid on my back and looked up at the sky and was like, God, just let me have a break. And I had to facilitate the urge to start that monologue that I talked to you about at the beginning. Why me? Why on my vacation day? I work so hard to make sure my vehicle is taken care of, more so than just about anyone that I know. Why does this happen? And then, on the other hand, Or is there a reason for all this? It's all nonsense. It just plays with your mind. I'm still trying to figure out some of that stuff. But it doesn't do us any good. I end up having to take the truck down to Toyota, like you heard in the audio, on idle at 4 a.m. with Gina following me. They end up almost taking care of it, then taking care of it. It takes a lot longer. We end up coming to our trip not on a Wednesday, but on a Tuesday. Now, my family, my brother, my mother, my father, I had texted them to try and help me to find a site at this place. There's a long story to this, but none of them did. Every single time any of them have ever come up, I've always secured a site for them because I'm always up first, and that's just how I am. Well, none of them did that, and that's just how they are. They all have their reasons, and uh, some of them were different than others, but it was that they weren't thinking about us, and that's not how they work, and that's fine. So we had to sleep outside, which is what camping is anyway. <laughs> we had to sleep at a non-campsite in a reserve area. We were frustrated. We'd spent six days of working on the vehicle. And there's a lot more to that that I'll go into later or not. I'll talk to you about how I lubed <laughs> the uh, drivetrain. And that there are these things called zerks 
that you can squirt um, grease into. Really fascinating. Look up Zerks. It's a it's like an air valve, but for grease. I really got a kick out of this. Um, the vehicle has never driven better. It's amazing. Everything ended up working out, but we get up here. My ankle ended up hurting. I went running one day last night when I was getting out of our rooftop tent. For reasons that I'd love to speculate at, but can't really figure out, I fell from the top of our rooftop tent a eight-foot fall, but my leg was trapped. So it smashed my shin, smashed my knee, smashed my ankle, smashed my other side. I hit my head on a table, fell to the ground, and my body was in such shock, I felt like I was going to throw up for about eight minutes. The bruise on my leg and the welt is the size of a softball. I thought my leg was broken. There's been good times, too. But all these things, they toy with you. It's not really about that, right? No, it isn't. It's not about that. These things that happen, I guess the purpose of this episode is that we try and write these narratives. I also forgot the plug to my uh, laptop, like I said. So I can't write. I hadn't done the show. I hadn't felt creative at all. And that's burdensome. And I wanted to run. And now my legs are just destroyed. (laughs) It could have been worse. But isn't it could have been worse a shallow thing to think about? Isn't that like a weak thing to comfort yourself with? But all of it is just nothing. All these things could have happened while I was in town. Probably not the way they did. But everything's okay and we must reset the moment. We must say, well, that is what it was and this is what it is now. And move on. The real moral to this is that Can you see where the last four times that I've gone camping, incidents have happened? My vacations, by the way. When I say camping, it means my vacation. It's the only vacation we take. That this thing that I love is postponed by disaster, and then other disasters happen. The scale of what that disaster is would be according to what the person feels. So, for instance, if there had been something much more tragic in my life, this wouldn't stack up as high. Or if someone had even more of a charmed life, this may be a big thing. But that's not the point. The point is that it gave me an opportunity to deem the trip as negative. And because I'm a person who believes in fate, you know, destiny. They're not strippers who work at Spearman Rhino, a strip club in the valley. Not a sponsor. They sound like it, fate and destiny. But it's not who they are. Because I believe in a purpose, I believe in a drive, I believe that we have something inside of us that is being called to I could put this in that same category so I could say oh writing a script came out of doing stand-up comedy which led me to the most fulfilling feeling I ever had which is writing fade to black at the end of uh, 198 pages so if that was a series of events that led to a big thing couldn't this disaster stuff also be trying to tell me something I mean yes of course it could but that's not what it is it's me trying to create parallels that don't exist And trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. And this is one of those things that a mentor has said to me many years ago, which is, this is just the way it is. That's how it was. It's over and that's fine. You want everything to be perfect in your head. And I think that I've become more realistic with those expectations. Here's the truth. Here's the great part. Right now I'm sitting feet from a river. You probably heard it the whole time. It's beautiful. The clouds have been incredible. I'm going to try and put these up on uh, 
my site, jetdunlap.com and uh, runthemountain.com. So you can see some of the pictures or just go to my Instagram page. But it's beautiful. This place is amazing. Gina and I got to witness a lightning storm and I got to record it. I actually captured lightning. So unbelievable. The stars at night make you, and you felt this before, it's cliche, but it's true, feel so insignificant. And by that insignificance, you feel incredible. Nature itself, I don't know, it just lights something up. You know I can talk. You know I can tell a tale. But I could say a thousand words, and the only way to experience the feeling of nature is to be in it. And if you've been there deep in nature where there is no sign of humans and you are surrounded by it, you know that sensation, and that is the sensation I am getting most often. So it took a little longer for me to get up here. Some people in my family weren't as thoughtful as I thought they would be. There's some differences in the family dynamic because time marches on. And you can't expect 10 years ago, 20 years ago to be the same as today. But I get along with my wife. We're extremely good friends. I am healthy in spite of the fact that I fell out of that ladder and almost broke every bone in my body. Here's the good news. I didn't. And that is a blessing or luck. But here's the coolest part. And this is why you're going to hear from my voice again in the same situation. We have no definite plans to go back. It's 110 degrees in the valley today, and here right now it is about 76, cloud cover with the most beautiful sunshine creeping through the clouds. You know that almost angelic beams of light that you see in Kincaid paintings? Not a sponsor, and I don't like his paintings at all. They're awful, as far as I'm concerned, but uh, you know the idea. That is my environment. And I wanted to talk to you guys, and I feel like I'm dusting off the rust. And that's what I'd say if it wasn't for the fact that I already named an episode that. Do you hear that wind? That's some big wind. And that wind I'm going to take is calling me to close out this episode. I hope you extrapolate something from this that maybe I can't. This isn't as polished as when I was doing nine episodes in a row. I did 14 episodes in July. This is my first episode, and it is the 18th of August. But that's okay, because that is the way it is. And that's okay. So thank you so much for feasting your ears on my words from the eastern Sierra Nevadas. As I said, at 7,000 feet above sea level, next to a gorgeous lake, at a little campsite table that, frankly, you know, we have a little tablecloth on it. It's pretty filthy. We might need to clean that. That's not the only thing that's filthy. I'm not referring to myself. <laughs> it sounds like... But, you know, it's dirty. We're outside in the woods. I'm going to stay out here, and I'm going to keep you in touch on what the journey is. This will be the longest distance between episodes in a long time. So from here, as I just stated, I'm Jet Dunlap. This is Psychotherapy. Thank you so much for listening.